0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Reality Bites. Every week on the Believe Podcast Network, I sit down with one of my great friends and talk about something that most men are afraid to talk about in this 2019 society of ours, reality TV. But not me, folks. You know me and my reality. I'm a reality TV whore, and I love talking about it as much as possible. So that's what we're going to do today. Today, guys, I have a very, very special friend with me. My friend Samantha Becker is sitting here with me. Sam Becker uh, served as the executive assistant to Steven Spielberg. Don't know if you guys have heard of him. Worked closely with him behind the scenes on such films as War of the Worlds, Munich, Bridge of Spies, Lincoln, and most recently as the associate producer on the BFG. Uh she crafted speeches and publicity materials for the studios and executives. Her writing has been featured in the Lenny Letter, the Hollywood Reporter, the Jewish Journal, and Entertainment Weekly. Becker holds a Bachelor of Arts in Film and Television Production from the University of Southern California. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Samantha Becker, how are you doing, Sam?
1: I'm very good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, Thanks I'm for happy having you're me here too. Yeah.
0: You know, usually I don't have women on my Jamie. Jamie was the first. Jamie was my first yep. female, and. uh because I, I like to get guys' points of view on reality TV. They don't usually talk is about it. Is it just
1: because they're not usually. Yeah, the because thing.
0: usually you have women talking about reality TV. Um, most guys don't really admit that they watch it unless it's to other guys, like in secret. 100%. I don't know why that is. I yeah. don't know why it's that kind of culture, but that's what we have. But the show we're going to talk about today, I felt needed a female point of view opposed to a male point of view. I feel like I needed both sides I love of the point. But first, tell me what's going on with you in your life, and tell me what's, what, what you got coming up next. I mean, this is a very, very, very impressive resume. Thank you. I feel like you should not be sitting across from me right now. I feel like Well, we sit you across
1: right. from each other all the time when we watch Bachelor and Paradise.
0: We do. <laughs> we do.
1: Um, so, yeah, uh worked for Stephen for uh, over a decade and, uh, yes, Steven Spielberg Spielberg. and then joined up with the amazing guys who everyone knows now from their podcast, uh, Pod Save America. Uh, they've run a communications company for a long time called Fenway Strategies and was the creative director and a partner there. Um, and that's where I gained most of my chops as a speechwriter. Um, But so much of that is uh, rooted in my entertainment background as well. Um, So you know
0: how to get people – you're writing speeches for people that know what their points of view are but don't know how to express it basically.
1: Right. Right. It's like if you know know what you want to say – then we are the people to help you. If you don't really know who you are and you're having an identity crisis, you should probably do a little bit of searching before you seek out a writer. But the the cool thing about speech writing and and ghost writing is that you really get to, and, and you know about this as you know being an actor, you get to tap into another person's brain and just like sit with them and really understand where they're trying to come from in the world.
0: It's, it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm just thinking about it now. It's like the exact opposite of what, what I do. Somebody writes something for me and then I try to impersonate the best of my ability, that person in in real sure, life. Sure,
1: like what they put on the page for you. Right, whereas yes. you
0: meet somebody and you're like, how do I best represent this person sure. from their point of view but express it to the world?
1: Sure. And then a lot of people will tell you when you're, when you're talking to them and you're really trying to get inside their head that, you know, <laughs> uh, we've had a couple of people feel like it gets personal really quickly, which it does because... If, you know, it's like that line from you've got mail, like if anything should start from anywhere, it should start from being personal. Uh And so it becomes like a, like a therapy session almost where you're talking to this person about, because you have to know where they're at in their life when you start generating content for them, because otherwise it's not going to feel genuine. And to give them more credit, I mean, we couldn't do our jobs without them because they have to really let you in and they have to make themselves a little bit vulnerable to you. Um, And I think everything that's going on in the world today, it's a really interesting job to have right now because obviously everyone, regardless of what field, you know, if you're an athlete, if you're an actor, if you're uh, an entrepreneur or the head of a Fortune 500 company, everyone has something to say and everyone has a responsibility to say it to somebody.
0: Yeah. Everybody just, and you know, I used to hate social media and I used to hate, you know, people that were putting themselves out there all the time, but Oprah, said that everybody just wants wants to be seen and heard in the end.
1: 100%. You know? It's it's like any like the the, just the notion that you want to be understood.
0: But we live in a society today where your words and your image, you can't take back. Right. So once you say something out there, so I completely understand why somebody would want somebody like you with intelligence and know-how and know exactly what to say at the time to say it. Sure. Would want you to write my words for me because I'd be like, I like ice cream and... (laughs) Also, beer fun. And you'd be like, Okay, Rob's a connoisseur of the finer leches. And this, you know, <laughs> yeah. And like that's what I mean Well, and
1: there are so many people who, like you said, they do know what they want to say. They know who they are. They don't necessarily know how to say it. Um, and they ha- their skill sets are, you know, skill sets that I don't have and they're phenomenal. Um, but they you know, they need they, they need they're not so much with the words you know and mm-hmm. they need a little help but but some of them actually are fantastic writers and it becomes like a real team effort which is amazing which is great which is it's amazing to see to see um, to see how they change and evolve as you work with them and also um just the skill set of like learning to get up there and talk too some people are just very gifted speakers you know do you
0: feel like doing this I mean obviously you're taking somebody at their face value and then translating what they're trying to express sure. but do you feel that like um uh, you're a little bit of a psychologist
1: when it comes to this? like. Well, they've said, yeah, because they've said to you, like, oh, this feels like a therapy session. So that's, I mean, they clearly sometimes think that, which is, is funny. I don't, I wouldn't give, us, well, you gotta, I wouldn't gotta, give you us know, that much credit. But you I have do think. To get to know, you have to
0: get inside their brain a little bit to think how they think.
1: Sure. And you also have to lo- have a level of willingness to understand what life is like from, for another person, how they move through the world, what empathy is for them, yeah. what matters to them. Um, what, like you said, with social media makes a person feel like they're seen and understood at the end of, at the end of the day. And then when you get up there and talk to people, it's like, you want to make the people that you're talking to, it's, it's a, it's a dual pronged situation. Cause they also have to feel that listening to you means that they, as an audience are being Understood. Heard. Yeah, heard, Which understood, Which is another scene.
0: fantastic reason why I wanted you to come on and be the yin to my yang, if you will, yeah. on, this, on this episode. Because we are talking about...
1: Bachelor in Paradise. We are talking about <laughs> the one,
0: the only Bachelor in Paradise. So good. I, I don't care what you guys think about every other reality TV show. You've heard my opinions about everything from Project Runway to the Big Brother. But... The Bachelor franchise is like no other. It's got a following like no other. It's basically the most popular franchise in the world as far as reality content yeah. goes. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, and it's also just like, they, they, it, they, I know when people say like that like social media thing, like name a more I- iconic group, they were even doing it on uh, Instagram this week on Bachelor in Paradise, but it's like, it's very iconic. It's very noticeable. They've got the red rose logo. Everybody knows what it is. And more importantly, even if you hate it, you know what it is. You likely know what's going on because everyone's talking about it. And you probably,
0: you probably dabbled in it once yeah. or twice. And Even
1: maybe if case. you don't say it out loud, you're still watching it or you you're hate watching it, you know, with your fiance or your girlfriend right. or, yeah.
0: Somebody's <laughs> sitting down and making you watch it. You're most likely your introduction as a male into reality TV yeah. is through The Bachelor. Exactly. Or Bachelorette. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I have friends that only watch The Bachelor because there's 25 hot women on it. I have friends that only watch The Bachelorette because they want to watch the guys drive each other crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But Bachelor in Paradise is like all the rules go out the window. And we've watched the progression of these people on Bachelor in Paradise over the, because this is season six, right? That's
1: what makes it so interesting.
0: That's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. And what makes it interesting is that like before when you didn't know what Bachelor in Paradise was, when you got kicked off the Bachelor Bachelorette, you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm going right. to go back to rural Oklahoma, wherever I'm from, going to go back to nursing. And then people be like, oh, you, you know, for the next six months, i be like, I saw you owned a bachelor, bachelorette. Oh, my God. And then you'd get that little fame, but then you would marry your 15 a dentist, then- have your dog. And then, yeah, and then your yeah. 15 minutes is done. Now, it's like if you're anywhere in the top six, now even in this season, you can be kicked off in the first night. Oh, totally. And you can have a possibility of going to the to bachelor in paradise. Right.
1: Just breathing second life into your shot at love. Or really also, I mean, if we're being honest, just like your shot at a career and the other things that you want to do.
0: And these people are are insane. So, which brings me to my point. You've been in L.A. for how long?
1: Oh, God. Uh, Since I was really young. Like, literally like 18 or 19 years.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 I've been in L.A. for 21 years. Yeah. And I've worked at a lot of bars, like I've said on my podcast before, that have, uh, I think Gerski and I were talking about real world road rules and all that yeah. stuff. But like, we've talked about how in this society that we live in, in LA, this is where the reality people funnel to. Sure. There's like buses that pick them up at every location they've ever been at and just drop them off in LA and then they're here. So we've experienced Bachelor Nation firsthand. And I've you're dated,
1: seeing them all. You you've dated them. I've dated
0: them. I've been yeah. in. I mean, usually sh- I've been in crowds of fifteen of them.
1: It, well, it's like they leave the mansion and like they're. It, I mean, so many of them just stay. Yeah. Which, by the way, in their defense, like, all right, when I went to college here, I just stayed. This, you know, LA is a pretty uh, magnetic place, and right. you can understand why it has this reputation for going after your dreams. Um, but going after your dreams and also going after a person you love in a, such a public way and then having to either fall on your face or succeed and then that is actually part of your, for lack of a better word, brand is such a bizarre world that we live in.
0: <laughs> I think that every single one of these characters that go on these TV shows, Bachelorette, Bachelor, I think that they go on, they don't go on with the intention of finding love. Nobody does. I have a friend right now who's in the application process and I'm yeah. like, I didn't know you were ready to get married. And she's like, I'm not ready to get married. What are you talking about? I'm like, you're going on this show. Yeah. You're, you're the person with the who's got the wrong... Inter- what do they say? Who's... um
1: Oh, wrong intentions. Yeah, they're yeah. not here for the right reasons. You're not here
0: for the right reasons. Right. And she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe at the end of it, I will be. Depends who it is. I think once you get down, because of Stockholm Syndrome, I think once you get down to a certain point, then you start being like, yeah, I could actually fall in love with this person. But I Well, don't sure, think,
1: you've had your devices taken right. away from you. You're like in a... Very, I mean, you guys talked about it um, when you were talking about Big Brother. Right. Because I, I love Brett Gursky, but there's no way he could be without his phone for Hell that long, no. <laughs> you know?
0: But, but, um, but it's also— And like, I don't
1: think I could be without my phone for that It's long. a
0: hard thing to do. But in your, in your focus on this one thing for six weeks, this one thing. But then when they're taken out of the environment and then they're putting into this environment, there's a whole bunch of things to focus on. Totally. Which brings us to season six, this is the first season, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first season where the fourth wall has been demolished.
1: I think that's probably true.
0: We usually see yeah. these people arrive to Bachelor Nation, have no idea, most of America has no idea how much these people hang out with each other outside of the show. Right. I mean, these when they say Bachelor Nation, they think they're like, oh, the mom's in Mississippi is part of the Bachelor Nation, and Oregon, and everybody's Bachelor Nation. When Chris Harrison says Bachelor Nation, like. You think about everybody watching, but it's not what it is. No, there's two
1: sides to it.
0: When Jordan refers to Bachelor Nation, like he did on the show, he's talking about the 17 to 36 people that hang out on a constant basis together and travel in packs like dolphins.
1: Yeah, you're 100% right. And by the way, they're creating, which is so different than like. I mean, when we were way younger and it was what was the first one, like Ryan and, and Trista, the very first bachelor, the first bachelor. Bachelorette. First Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Yeah. yeah. It's like that world was so long ago in the sense that we these people all have massive digital footprints right now. Right. So, like, if I'm watching this in L.A. with you, which I do, you know, it's already aired on the East Coast. One of them is already Instagramming about it. Mm-hmm. You can see what they've been doing for the last six you hours. To, you have to
0: turn your phone off yeah. if you're on the West yeah, Coast. Yeah,
1: you can form your own real opinion about this person's life before they even set foot on that beach. And right. so that is, in and of itself, like we were saying earlier, so much like the Truman Show because these people are in a fishbowl, except, I mean, they're they're willing you know, and able to be in this fishbowl, right? right? But it's just it's, it's such a unique setting because so many of them uh, you know how they're in there, like they're twenty to thirty or whatever. These people grew up watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So true. I so I mean, so they've changed their behavior. I mean, Demi be- kind of she was the first one that we sort of like. We had talked about this last year because she has a she she even. She even said she had watched it. So you could tell that her expectations of doing an interview and what was going to happen to her, they were very curated. And it's a next generation of reality TV based on a generation that has been raised on reality TV. So they're not as shocked about it.
0: And and in season one, two, three, and four, like, all right, so I dated, uh, it's not a a secret, I dated Ashley Frazier for a little bit. Ashley was on, Sean season, made it to the fantasy suites. Right. They got cut. And then she was on um, the, like the first or second season of Bachelor in Paradise. And people thought she was crazy. This was her whole thing. People thought she was crazy because she had followed Graham on Instagram and liked him and wanted to meet him in Bachelor in Paradise. So people considered her a stalker because she was like, I came here to meet Graham. That's why I'm here. So even Graham was like, "Uh, yeah, she's hot, but like she was stalking me on social media, and like she which is kind of crazy
1: though because they're creating a narrative about a like an ecosystem that they're making. Right. Like they're making it so that these people know who the other people are in Bachelor Nation. So it's not unheard of that somebody would be like, oh, I heard somebody's going to, to Bachelor in Paradise. I'm interested in but media. But even
0: the fact that this was only seven years ago, six right. or seven years ago, right. now these people are admitting that they're there They as like, I I came for her. I came for him. I watched him on this yeah. show. I follow him. And now the whole Kaylin, Christina, Blake, Hannah thing mm-hmm. – is is just breaking down the wall so much harder because now bachelor uh, producer and production yeah. they're not even like let's hide that shit anymore make them seem crazy for for no like they Samuel. bring it
1: into the storyline
0: yeah they're like this is it like let's these people were fucking beforehand
1: yeah.
0: let's fucking let's let let's let this run let this fire go right yeah right so here's what I thought we would do I thought that um since um. Since every episode – since every week has two episodes and every episode is two hours and we're now six episodes in, right? We are – Are, are we, we four? No, we're four
1: episodes in. We're four episodes, we're four in.
0: episodes eight so, but hours. But we're eight
1: hours in, Four yes.
0: episodes, eight hours in, right? We just did the second week. I thought instead of going – because usually what I do on this show is like I'll go – I'll break down every episode and we'll talk about all the shit that's sure. going on, all that other stuff. So instead I thought what we would do is go through the cast list. Because also, it's not just Blake and Hannah no. and uh, uh, Christina and Kaylin. There's so Every much going Every single person on the speech, even people that we were like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. They're having the most drama than anybody's ever done percent like 10 seasons. 100%. So I thought we'd just go through the people.
1: Especially last night. I was like, where did that come from?
0: Last night I mean who who I mean he came guy? out and
1: he's, he was on one episode, got eliminated the first night um, on the Bachelorette, and yeah. then all of a sudden comes in oh, sweeps Nicole off for me. There's a fight involving and, a pinata. And also, and, but, but this is why me, this is why people watch it though, by the way. I don't know, 100%, it, but one hundred percent. But if
0: you told me at the end of the bachelorette, at the end of Hannah B's season that I was gonna be watching a date between Christian and Nicole, I'd be like, Who the fuck are you talking about? Sure. Of course. And what, who do, why? What would I care?
1: Right. Because she. Because she also got. I a mean, Clay she,
0: Christian Nicole triangle. I'd be like, what?
1: Well, it's the thing is, you don't care. But here. But here's the piece of it that you'll always care about as like a human who is like just a story. You know, we're all storytelling animals. Right. Is like she. You know, this is her second shot. Right. It's right. his second shot. That in a, forget who they are. That in of itself registers with people right. because they just see like you know the underdog or the person that was overlooked before, or whatever. Or wait, maybe I didn't look at them the first time, and there's something more interesting about I did them. That this you nice know? episode I saw because it's whole, like a mindfuck.
0: The whole Colton season with Nicole, I was looking at her and being like. I don't see what anybody like. Of course, she should have been. She's gone the one. The first she
1: night. had like an interesting backstory, though. Remember, she was the one uh, like me. She has a twin brother, right. and, and she was from Miami, which I also lived in Miami and grew up in Miami.
0: Wait, are you Nicole? <laughs>
1: and and um and she, but then yeah, it's her storyline kind of fizzled out. So you were like, I'm never going to well, see she this girl again. All
0: the time, to get, get into a weird fight with Onika. That's still there. It
1: was, yeah, it was just ridiculous. Um, but now I'm pleasantly surprised by this whole situation. I'm not
0: even surprised by her. I'm just more of like. This, the thing that I like about these producers, too, is that they know how to pick out crazy. Oh, sure. They're very good at picking the out crazy.
1: People that get the fewest minutes of screen time, which I'm sure that you and I could sit down and, like, do an actual statistical breakdown of this, are probably the people that are the most mentally stable.
0: <laughs> I've been told by producers of multiple reality shows that they do have a psych test, but they hit the bare minimum of what is legal to pass the psych test. Well, I certainly hope
1: evolve. they're, like, keeping an eye on I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the cam step, but, like, they need to keep an eye on people that are exi- No, I'm <laughs> love, serious. It's, it's like just, like, because they need to, like, really focus on people who are having emotional. No, I'm sure they, I mean, I'm sure
0: they have multiple like sure. psychiatrists yeah. upset, like, being like, oh, that's going to
1: yeah. yeah. And I know some of it, it seems like he's he's also, like, it's part of his. Yes, it could be part of his it's shtick. It's I don't want to be insensitive. Shit, no, yeah. I, I
0: will be. I fucking yeah. hate that guy. And I'll be straight up with I hate that guy. I hope he listens to this and I hope he knows that I fucking hate him because he was dating one of my friends when he went on Hannah's season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Our friend. Our friend. Yes. One of our friends yes. when he went on Hannah's mm-hmm. season. So I, and and I, and also like. I will be seeing right, her we'll for a, a bachelorette
1: party next weekend. And I And don't think too. for one second that I won't be asking her about it. <laughs>
0: I, w- I will. I will too. Um, okay. So. Let's go through this cast list and just talk about each person in a, like a little five-minute thing. And here's yeah. the thing. There's 30 people in the cast, apparently. Oh, my God. But every person's attached to somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we can talk about mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. at the same time. Absolutely. Right? Especially like they've already paired up. Yeah. Right. All
0: right. So the number one person who I feel like is become the spokesperson for the whole franchise of the whole Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise is? Jordan. No. Demi.
1: Oh, oh yeah, well she's like the narrator. Well,
0: yeah, she's yeah. everybody's thought. She's 100%, the everyman.
1: 100%. Yes. She's yeah. the
0: everyman. She's the one. She's going like the stream
1: it. of consciousness for the whole show. Exactly.
0: Yeah. She's the chorus in right. Shakespearean Greek
1: totally. whole time. And last night we got like a glimpse of like um,
0: Her and Jordan talking. Well,
1: it was like what's the remember on um when we were little, on the Muppets, like Statler and Waldorf oh, yeah, the in the balcony, <laughs> the old guys in the balcony, <laughs> was, yeah. and they're just sitting there watching everything that's happening and just like insulting everyone. Yeah. But it was kind of, you know, it was it was cute. It was it was sort of a breath of fresh air to see them interacting, and you can tell that it seems totally platonic. What been
0: better is if we could have seen Jordan and Demi making fun of. I think it was Chris and Cam and clay oh yeah and then had two people behind them making fun of them 100 because that would have, because that's exactly the whole the way the whole thing works yeah. the whole circle of people talking shit about each other and
1: then and then simultaneously we we talked about it last night but they always say like like tasha was saying well i you know i think somebody i should tell her or i would tell her this and it's like but you're not telling her. You're, you're saying it by the pool with a bunch of other people, right. <laughs> which would only get back to her if it was filmed and then edited and then put into the episode. So until you actually have a face-to-face conversation with her, it's not like you're telling her.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with Demi. Yeah. All right. So Demi was the, the fun girl in um, Colton's season, mm-hmm. right? Never had a chance. Actually got – Stockholm syndrome into saying, I think I'm falling in love with you, for Colton to be like, uh, no, I don't have feelings. Send her home. But she always had a mouth on her. She was always mm-hmm. the girl that was, like, kind of fun. Um, she was the villain for a little while, right? Right. But now she's become America's favorite person.
1: Oh, yeah. I really show. was not a fan of the, no,
0: during Colton's season. Now she's, like, the one that every, like, Bachelor Nation is building her up to be, like— the person that like represents the whole franchise at this point. I'm sure she'll have her own podcast. If not already about the show, people will go on her show to talk about all the rest of the seasons and all that other stuff. But the interesting thing about Demi is that now she has the historical landmark of being the first bisexual person on the bachelor franchise.
1: Well, that's come forward about it. Yeah. That's come forward. Sure.
0: Um, She's the first one to come out. She has a girl that she's been seeing in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles. Los Angeles, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And, yep. and uh, I mean, I've seen pictures of them on Instagram, okay. like in other places. But all
0: yeah. of the um, um, uh, homosexual community is behind her a hundred percent. People mm-hmm. that watch the show, and you know, that's another thing that, like, I, I don't want to go way too off topic because but I usually do on these podcasts. But I don't <laughs> want to go too off topic. But that's another thing that I watch um, this show with people that are um, homosexual, whatever, and to watch that kind of relationship going on over and over and over again. I think Lance was even talking about it on my Big Brother podcast. He's like, it sucks that like there's not two people that can get together and have a showmans on these network shows that are of same sex because you want you want to cheer for that too for mm-hmm. them, you know? And these the people in the same or that are same sex oriented have to watch these boy girl relationships right, right. this entire time for these shows and be a fan of it. Now they have somebody that they can be like, oh, wh- what's gonna happen here?
1: Right. Like they haven't been watching anyone. I mean, similarly to previous seasons, that, that the discussion has been that it's obviously cast heavily like white. You know, like there right. people don't see representation of themselves in the franchise. Right. Which is totally understandable why there needs to be more of that. So I think it's great that she that she said everything she said last night and i think obviously you can tell by the trailers that she's got more that she needs to say right about about um about the woman about her relationship with Derek, about all of it um and i, I did i miss something that it was there was a shot of the next episode where like she was she was crying but still talking to um what's her name hannah no I wasn't talking to hannah. Um, but she said something and they said, you can't help who you love. And then she had opened up more about it.
0: Here's the thing is that like when you are, so De- here's the thing with Demi. Okay. So she's here. She's like, I'm going to, I'm in love with this woman, but is this whole bisexual things new to me. Being out is new to her. Sure. Right. She said she went to her parents. Her parents were very open about it. Very like, you're our Demi. We love you, blah, blah, blah. But she's been, she's been made to feel like she's had to hide it her entire life. It's the, it's the normal story, which is sad, but it's the normal story for people that haven't come out of the closet yet, right? Sure. Usually from the cut, same kind of background that Demi comes from. Um, she now is in a position where she's like, okay, now I'm. we're watching her go through this like kind of process of, I need to find out what I like. So she has this girl that she's dating, but then she also wants to explore things with Derek. And I feel like any other season of this show... If somebody was dating somebody back home, it wouldn't be a cool thing for them to come and do on the show.
1: So you're saying like if he if if she had had a dude in L.A. that she was interested in or had been seeing, you know, similar to what happened at the end of the of the bachelorette. Yeah. Um, That would that have been the same response from Derek? I think that question was asked last night when we were watching it. And. I think it's a fair question to ask, um, but what I would I say is she getting a
0: pass because it's a bisexual thing and she's coming out—it's
1: it, possible. But what I what I think is more important about it is that like it was very evident that her coming to him with that information was a difficult thing for her to do. She of was clearly mulling it over, regardless of the cameras being on but, her.
0: But, but Sam, my question isn't more about like I mean, look, uh, the way Derek handled that, a fantastic. I agree. I did not expect it. I thought he was going to get in a van and take off again. Yeah. But also B, he had cameras on him.
1: Sure, sure.
0: So, so you're going to say things you might not react the same way that you would react in a, in a private setting. Sure. Um, You know, I I'm of the theory of like I, everybody can do what they want to do. I don't care. But if you're my girlfriend and you also are hooking up with a girl, like that's still cheating. You know? What yeah,
1: I, mean? I, so, I agree with you about that. Yeah. I, and I think it's I think one of the reasons I felt that his reaction wasn't more like, I think we can all agree that like, had been she been talking, days. had she been talking about a guy? Yeah, sure. Would he have been frustrated? hundred percent. I'm sure he would have. And maybe right. that we would have seen more of They're that in a
0: weird environment where she could have gone on a date with somebody the next day. They're
1: in a weird environment. She could have gone on a date with somebody the next day. We don't know how actually long in terms of the editing process, how long they've been there. And also more importantly, I do think I want to give him a little bit of credit because I think he sat there and saw a person, regardless of their gender, right. coming to him and telling him about something that was happening in their mind and their body that they were struggling with. And and they were being super vulnerable and super honest with him that they, that they that the fact that they felt that way about somebody back home was a very real thing. And the fact that they wanted to explore what was happening here was also a real thing. Yeah. And I felt that he showed like a level of of sympathy and, and empathy and a willingness. Like what he did was was just indicative of a person who, you know, gives a fuck about her.
0: Okay. So then let me, uh, I'm, I'm trying to scroll through these pictures here of the cast members. Oh, yeah. I'm going mm-hmm. in the line of them, but like, yeah. I don't care about the first like eight people here. But so let me transition the Demi thing, which we're all up uh, like behind, Right. We're all supporting. I mean, it
1: like, makes it interesting for rose ceremonies, right? Like, how do, when the girls have the roses and the guys have the roses, how's that? Like, if she didn't want to give a rose to a guy and there's a theory that, that her girlfriend from home comes on the show at some point. I've seen that theory on blogs. And oh,
0: no spoilers. I,
1: well, I don't know. I don't know. It's just that you, – well, you see her in the, in the trailers that she's well, making that out was. with a girl. Who they knows? Made, they may look like him. Right, but knows. even more so then, by the way, if it was someone on the show, if it was a, if it was a, a person who's right. a cast member – that even throws off the numbers more. So right. it's like you give the ro- – like, okay, well, so the roses are being given to a person who has the roses. Like, it, I'm glad that the producers have, have uh, gone with this because I think it it throws a variable into a situation that's a very human 100%. variable that's just real. Like, that's what's okay, going to happen. Here's like, my question,
0: yeah. though. If we're yeah. saying it's okay that Demi has a girlfriend back in L.A. and then she's coming here and she's hooking up with Derek and she's doing this thing with Derek. Well, then what's going on with the Blake situation and the Hannah situation? Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if Hannah's coming into this situation doing the same thing, if Demi's coming in here being like, I came here to figure myself out, to be open and to see how I feel and what's going on, then why can't Hannah do that?
1: I, I agree. I agree.
0: And Hannah's getting shit on right now. And I'm not a big fan of Hannah. I mean, I'm a big fan of her as far as like she's hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like. uh, She is hot. She is hot.
1: She also kind of like weirdly looks like the doll that you would see in like every horror movie. Yeah. It's true.
0: Even Toy Story. Yes. Yes. But, but she's, but she's, um, she looks like Skipper from the Barbie uh collection. But I think she was even dressed as it. I think there's a meme out there. But, but the fact that Hannah had this thing with Blake and then now is here exploring. All right. So let's talk about Hannah. Sure. Okay. So Hannah's the first person on the beach. Right. Right. She's here. She's like excited for everything to happen. She doesn't know what's going on. Right. She doesn't know what what all the other bullshit that's happening. She gets here. The second person to show up was Blake. Right. Right. It wasn't Dylan. It was Blake. I think it was Blake. It was Blake. So then those two start hitting it off. And right away, you're like, oh, these two have like a a connection. No, it was Dylan.
1: Well, it's like. Yeah, actually, I think it was Dylan, and also we don't. I mean, let's call it space, space, we don't know if they were the second person. I mean, we know what we've seen and edited, like what they've what they've said is the second okay. person. All yeah, right. sure. But
0: but but I think it was Dylan, and yeah. I think those two were like friendly, right? And then Blake showed up, and then they were all kind of around, and then. But the first episode, you saw Blake and and, and Hannah kind of hitting, forming
1: off. their relationship right. yeah. to
0: the point where when he asked Tasha on the date, you were surprised that it wasn't Hannah. Now, right? If it. If I put myself in Hannah's position, I'm hot, right? She's
1: probably really confused why Tayshia right. got out. No, I was just
0: making myself hot because I was Hannah. <laughs> um, she's probably, so uh, she probably is confused about the way that Blake was pursuing her. Mm-hmm. She's probably confused that he picked to go on a date with Tayshia to where she turns around and goes, okay, if this guy's making that decision, I'm not forcing him to come at me. I'm not going to throw shade at him or sure. drama at him. If, if, if you and I had a thing going mm-hmm. on. And you came into my, like, whatever, when you showed up at a party and you went over and started talking to a guy and then I saw you, like, leave with that guy, I'd be like, all right, she doesn't owe me anything, but Sam left with that guy.
1: Right. You would handle it. What you're saying is you're handled like a rational human being. Right. I would yeah. go
0: over and, and, like, start talking to other women at the party and be like, okay, well, this person. And then if I hit it off with somebody else, it's sure, all right. Sure. But then if you came back around, that's on me to say no or be like, why did you leave with that person? Which Hannah never does. Hannah never says- Oh,
1: like she doesn't close the loop on her behavior, 100%. 100%. 100%. She never was like,
0: if you were interested in me, why did you go on that? Why did you pick Tayshia for that date? She hasn't She doesn't. I think what people are getting mad at is that Hannah hasn't held Blake accountable for anything that he's done.
1: Well, that's correct. And also, she hasn't held- I I don't want to say- I'm hesitant to say she hasn't held herself accountable because I think that the villain that she's being made out to be is a little bit ridiculous. I think-
0: I mean, I think it's- true i think what she's doing in front she could uh, there's a lot of palm right. trees sam she could go around yeah. any rock around there we know that there's places to hide sure. in that place she could go anywhere that anywhere away and not let dylan see her make out like, well I,
1: that that's true i did not like that you're right about that yeah. like it's there's a way to be more considerate Couth. in this situation yeah it's exactly 100 percent. <laughs> trust me for sure
0: i mean maybe this is something she has to learn later in life but like yeah i mean she's pretty young you wanna, i've been in bars that are an open square, and I found a place to hide and make out from somebody that I didn't want to offend somebody else. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're learning from the master. No, I like I'm just, it. I like it. Saying. No, but it, it isn't it, like you see the way they cut that together. It's terrible for for it's, Dylan. It's terrible. it's terrible. And actually, the first thought that was going through my mind, um, and then I thought, well, maybe I'm a little crazy. Um, well, but you're a behind
0: the scenes person, so you keep thinking about cutting and editing, one hundred percent, which isn't
1: like the most effective way to look at it. But I did after I was done yesterday at the. I found myself near the end of the show. Um, you know, had said to we we're even John. We were all watching it, and I said. Why is no one pursuing Dylan? If I saw what was happening at this point, I would like, and I really liked him, or I thought there was even just a spark of something there. I would like jump in on this because at some point I'm saying to myself, this guy has got to wake up. What did John say? John said like, no, I mean, yeah, John, you know... John, by the way, is this, is a screenwriter that we're all friends with. John Fry, yes, yeah, John another Fry, person fantastic. That the
0: human behavior, he's the writer. <laughs> it's
1: fantastic. Um, but John and a couple of them were rightfully so pointed out that like this guy's, his head is so in on her. They're like, if you were a girl, I understand that. I've like had a strong connection with a dude before, and. And then sort of got a little more insight into the fact that they were still hung up on another person. And it probably wasn't effective for me to pursue it. So also, I just so I just yeah. so I just bowed
0: out. Exactly. You know? and that's what it is. Is yeah. that you see Dylan, I mean, even the smile that he made like I said to my friends the other day, because I was I was uh I had to do something, I was over at their house, I was watching, and I was like, I was like, uh, dude, grow some balls. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're too into her. Like, it, yeah, it's great to say like You look pretty tonight and your hair and all that other stuff and compliment all that other stuff. But you're like her lap puppy right now. Yeah. Which is why she feels like she can leave you at home and go out and party with Blake because you're still going to be her lap puppy when she comes
1: back. Well, we talked about this last night. If he had showed a level, if he had just been a little more aloof. Aloof. Just a little bit. Just a tiny smidge or whatever. He'd be faring a lot oh better with her God. right now.
0: If he had one at any point... If he was just like, went
1: to talk to another girl, yeah, something. That's all he
0: something, had to do, which something. Is go to the bar and be like, hey, can I talk to you, Christina, for two seconds? And like going off in the corner yeah. around Hannah and Blake while they were doing yeah. that? Or even if he I just got know. like a friend to be like, come flirt with me in front of her. No,
1: I'll give you one even easier. If he had just... When they were on the beach and he's Blake's doing his like twirling shit, like... Just go to bed, man. Like, yeah. like, Because then she would come back, and guess what? It would be for her first experience of you not being there.
0: Right. Or, or you, like, walked up to her and was like, oh, you're doing the walls wrong, brother. And then, like, went to sleep.
1: Something. Yeah, yeah, something. It was just, yeah. And it, Christina
0: said she already saw that move right, uh, before. Right, right. Yeah. But
1: they all, I don't know, maybe it's what you're saying, though. Maybe they're in it. They're, like, so... You know, and they don't have their devices and they're they're in this like very there's
0: alcohol, involved. I just alcohol think that Dylan, involved for sure. I think there's so many different aspects to the to, to this triangle that is like everybody's to blame for their part. A hundred percent. And it's and it's like, well, Hannah. Yeah. But I mean, she's there to explore Blake. Yeah. But he's trying to escape the fucking Christina and Kaylin shit. So he's focusing all the energy over here. Dylan, yeah, but stop being a fucking lap dog right. and giving her like to the point where she knows you're there in her back pocket, right? No matter what happens with Blake,
1: you're right. You and, I mean? and when we, when we, which we were talking about earlier, read all of those text messages, let's, I don't know let's if you let's need look at to, the text messages. yeah.
0: Let's go. All right. You know. So I know this is what everybody's been waiting for on the podcast. We are going to go to the Blake and Caitlin text messages mm-hmm. now, and we're going to talk about the boy versus girl. All right, mm-hmm. we're going to do both sides of the gender thing on. The Kaylin and Blake situ- and Christina situation.
1: Right. Because it's it's like more than a love triangle at this point. It's like, a, what were they calling? A pentagon?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Jamie called it.
1: <laughs> and she has a point. I mean, I'm not sure that they're all so good at geometry, but they have a point with the multiple factors.
0: Okay, here we go. Factors. All right. All right. So it starts with, uh, all right. You read the first. I'm gonna get some more wine because I'm gonna Are going we gonna
1: dramatically reenact this? Like, you're gonna be Blake and I'm gonna be Kaylin?
0: <laughs> we, should we? Should we read? Like,
1: <laughs> okay, I'm um, coming over.
0: All right, hold on, hold on. Pause for one sec. Pause for one sec. Okay, I got my wine. We're back. So, all right, so we're gonna read through these text messages. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, the way, here's the thing I feel like there was text messages and then there were phone calls. Because I feel like these do not make Caitlyn look very good. These text messages
1: they, they 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 check entirely her credibility on another level. Right? Like, yeah.
0: But then I feel like there were phone calls that because she's like he said this to me. We had phone calls and you were being quiet and then I, I, would I believe say this that. And then I was quiet. And blah 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 blah. All right, so let's go through these text messages real quick. You want to you want to do you want to yeah. act it out? Yeah, sure. Right, let's act it out. Okay, yeah. ready? Okay. All right, go. It's
1: time to be Kaylin.
0: Okay, yeah. Now, now, what time does it say? Uh, it doesn't say what time. Well, they it were...
1: says five thirty four. Oh, yeah. But does that, that mean a.m.? It's got to be a.m. Right? That's got to be
0: a.m. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So she starts. She's okay. hammered.
0: She and oh, by the way, they are blowing up Stagecoach.
1: Oh. Well, yeah. Well, we have to talk about that. It's like a free ad for Stagecoach. <laughs> they have said the word, again, like I said, we should go back and see how often they say what word or how many times this person speaks. But the ad, the full-blown ad for Stagecoach on the show, I mean, Stagecoach doesn't need to doesn't need to pay for another ad for months.
0: And this like, is, So if anybody listening, and if you've never been a Stagecoach, it's basically the country Coachella because I feel like a lot of people are Googling Stagecoach in middle America I'm or sure. like, wherever. I'm sure. Um,
1: we were talking about how 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 many times it had been mentioned last night. When we were watching it. Yeah, yeah,
0: stagecoach is is I go every year. I fucking love it. But I understand this because I, if you look at my text messages from stagecoach. I've had I have the same conversation with somebody yeah, going on. Sure. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we had a great time, we went to Neon Carnival, we did all this other stuff. I'm going to bed now. Hooking up with I'm two different tired. people
1: at a music festival, not that uncommon. And
0: these people, I saw them, Sam. I was in the VIP area with them. Oh my god. I was. It was like we were all, because there's only one VIP area, right? Yeah. So we're all hanging out. We're all by the haystacks and everything. There's one bar, and then there's a side stage, and there's a place where you can go in, and I saw them. I hung out with them. I have other reality TV friends that they're fans of, and they're fans of them back and forth and all that other stuff. You probably know who I'm talking about. But I saw these people, and you see how drunk they're getting. You have to remember, these kids are 23 years old. They're famous, and they're at a, at a, at a stagecoach festival. Right. Not to mention every single person that they're hanging out with is hot, right? Okay,
1: so, I don't even I don't blame him for hooking up with two different people.
0: Right. So, Kaylin says at five thirty-four a.m. or even if it's p.m. It doesn't matter because they're be probably honest. at a pool all day. Could
1: be any drinking I, either and doing
0: mushrooms and mo- I'm not saying that that's what they do. I'm not claiming that. Is that do. is that, is that, that, that that's is what, that what do. you did, Rob? No, I do not. I do. You know I don't do any drugs. <laughs> I know. Um, but these people might but be. She on might have something. been at a pool, though. It might be four. It might be five thirty-four in the afternoon because people get Even that so. drunk beforehand. But yeah. anyway, so go ahead.
1: Okay, I'm coming.
0: You said it like she's coming. like she's,
1: I right. know, but it's, it's I have to be honest with you. It's kind of fucked up that he actually screenshotted the text no, 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 no. at no, no. the you first. You said
0: it that she's you, – you acted it like she was, like, having an orgasm.
1: <laughs> well, but that's the way it reads a little bit. No? No. <laughs> All right. She means, guys, that she's coming over yes. to wherever he is. Okay. She yeah. says,
0: okay, I'm coming. <laughs> he says, no, LOL.
1: Dude.
0: Dude. That's fine.
1: Chill, it'll be good.
0: No, that's what they all say.
1: All right, come on, loosen up.
0: Don't tell me to chill, <laughs> funny, uh, laughy face, laughy face, <laughs> laughy face, laughy face.
1: Let's just have a
0: good... <laughs> you have to say it?
1: Let's just have a good time, man.
0: Again, that's what you all say.
1: I just ordered an Uber.
0: Hashtag liar.
1: Well, to be fair, he spelled it wrong. He spelled it wrong first the first time. I'm not.
0: Okay, so this is the first page, right? And she's being the aggressor.
1: She's 100%. being the aggressor.
0: And I have friends that have done this to guys. I have really good friends who have done this to really good guy friends. And, mm-hmm. and they are, you can't stop them. They know where you are. They know your address. <laughs> they know that you're staying at the house that has the pool and all that other stuff. They were there probably all day flirting and everything. So now she's coming back over. So this guy's going, don't come over. Y'all say it's fine if we hook up. But then you're gonna get emotional about it afterwards and you and, and you're not. What are your thoughts? Right,
1: he's saying he's saying I hear you, but that's not what that's not what's gonna happen after we have sex. Right. Like, so
0: as a girl, you agree to the fact that she's the one
1: I agree to the fact that in, in these in this specific instance where these texts are, she's one hundred percent the aggressor. Right. However, if if the conversations that we discussed about, you know, happening on Bachelor in Paradise where they talked about having phone call or what, you know, she said, what did she say last night? They even thought about not coming on the show and being together.
0: Yeah. And we like, don't have any timestamps.
1: We don't have time stamps. If that's true that they were being together, then maybe they're both, you know, swindling each other with different types of expectations. Who if knows? I was
0: drunk and I hooked up with Christina, I've met Christina before. We she had, seems really nice. A little, a little connection going on there. She's oh. hot in person. She's very persuasive. Very cool.
1: She's hot on TV. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, if she and I hooked up the night before and then Kaylin the next night was like, I'm coming over, dude. And I was like, no. And she's like, I'm coming over. I got an Uber. I'm like, no. And like she kept coming over. At my 43 years, I would probably be like, lock the door. No, I don't need that drama. I've learned my lesson. This is Blake learning his lesson oh, at 25.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's in his 20s. Yeah. And he's at a fucking musical, music festival where he's probably, like you said, intoxicated, just going along with everything. I'm not making excuses for either one of them, but I want to, yeah, we should finish the text message and then talk about the release of the text messages.
0: Okay, so then she says what?
1: Well, there's some photo that he sends her, because you can see that on the screen, which is insane. which he blocks. Then she says... I'm in the shower, question mark. And by the way. I'm sleeping in the shower. It is super, yeah, I'm sleeping in the the shower, shower, sorry. It is super, super questionable that Blake took the time to screen grab all the thoroughness of these text messages and didn't show us what the photo was. That's a little weird.
0: He's, He's definitely making this.
1: Like, maybe he sent her a naked picture. I don't know what he sent, but, like, dude, just tell us the full story don't don't what are you redacting text messages like it's well, an fbi document it's so stupid saying,
0: well no yeah. I, well, to to so now to his point yeah i'm sleeping in the shower okay i like it so he was probably like you can't sleep in my bed you have to here's where you can sleep she's like where am i sleeping you can sleep here she's like i'm coming in an uber okay so you can sleep here
1: oh and then she goes okay so back to it's, our yeah, reenactment yeah. i'm sleeping in the shower question mark okay i like it in there
0: it's unlocked we can cuddle but no sex lol Okay, so also we don't know the time difference between that stuff, right? Well, this
1: this is what's weird, okay? And this is why I want to talk about the text messages. This second screen grab in this article was at 532. The first screen grab was at 534. So is he posting things out of order to make Hmm. it convenient for him? I don't know.
0: Also, can I point out something? Yeah. Oh, we're playing detective Yeah,
1: and I'm happy to do it.
0: So you know when you're on the phone with somebody? Mm -hmm. and your time is green? Your time is green. But when you're not on the phone with somebody, your time is not green. Right. So his time is green at five thirty four. And, and the by the way, wait. If you
1: scroll down even further, it's it's green again at five thirty two in a later part of this. He he's not. Look, I don't think either one of them are being totally truthful of the situation. What I will say is this: Last night, the discussion was like, "Oh, I'm team Blake. Oh, I'm team." Do you think Caleb. he was on the phone
0: with Christina at five thirty four?
1: I'm team. Neither wait, of them.
0: Wait. Do you think? And
1: that, yes, wait, I do think wait,
0: that. Wait, 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 but look, Sam, <laughs> Sam, look. Oh my God, we're going to figure this out. At 5.34, it's green. (laughs) At 5.32, it's green. At 5.32, it's not green. And that's when he says, we can cuddle, but but whatever. And then at the other end, he said no again. So do you think he was on the phone with Christina? Christina said, I'm not coming over tonight. He
1: can be on the phone with anybody. No, 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 no. But listen,
0: he was with Christina the night before. Sure. So then when Christina said she wasn't coming over, that's when he hung up and started saying, you can come over, but we're not. Oh, wait.
1: What was the order of them? Was it Christina first and Caitlin second? It was
0: Christina first.
1: Yeah, that's 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 damning as evidence guy, <laughs> that's damning evidence as a
0: guy. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that he hooked up with Christina on Friday night because stagecoach is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He hooked up with Christina Friday night or maybe even Saturday night.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, then they got wasted. Mm-hmm. Everybody was around each other. He was probably being very considerate to Christina, but also flirting with with Kaylin a little bit. Right. Then he was seeing what Christina was doing. Christina was probably wasted and was like, I'm passing out. I'm not coming over, but it was good talking to you. Kalen's texting him the entire time. He's responding on speakerphone, talking to Kalen, and then texting texting Kalen, but talking to Christina. Christina's like, I'm going to sleep. I'm passing out. I'm wasted. Good night. Goes to sleep. Then he's like, you can come over. We can have sex, or we can cuddle, but we can't have sex. Well.
1: Right, but let me say something about what he continues to do, despite the, the time stamps. Okay. He says, well, should we finish, finish the reading? Or Sure. Okay. So, oh, where are we?
0: oh
1: yeah, sleeping in the shower. Well, okay.
0: The mic, your face. Sorry?
1: <laughs> um, I'm sleeping in the shower? Okay. I like it in there.
0: It's unlocked. We can cuddle, but no sex, LOL.
1: Yes, sex. Only sex.
0: I have willpower.
1: No cuddling. Ha
0: ha. I put a little ha ha oh, on yeah. this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ha. Lies.
0: Willpower! All exclamation point! All capitals.
1: You both know that's not true. We know. both know that that's not true. Well, I know
0: you said. when you get a little alcohol in you.
1: Say it! I well, she's got some drunk text here. Say it! I dare you.
0: Nope, I'm a gentleman. That is very false. Kissy face.
1: If I come over, it's strictly for sex. Nothing more. Nothing less.
0: That's what they all say.
1: I'm just trying to be honest. You know.
0: Okay. All right. And that's it, right?
1: Well, and then they go, they go on. They have other texts that he, that he sort of, you know, in the political world they would call this like doxing. That okay. <laughs> he, that he like doxed her uh, the week before Bachelor in Paradise. But yeah, I think that like. What's interesting about it is uh, she was definitely the aggressor in that particular situation. The weird thing about the green light on like, who was he talking to, like, I know we're getting into Sherlock Holmes seeing this no, right we now. Are. But it bothers me so much because there's not full information. Um, and, and even though I do not think she's telling the total truth about this story, um, like I said, we were talking about this last night, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm Team Blake, I'm Team Kaelin. I'm team, neither of them. They're both handling it so poorly that it's just insane. And the only person that shows some rational capability of sort of assessing it from a third-party objective point of view, not objective because she was involved in it, but is Christina. And I think she took him on a date. That was a little bizarre. It's like, why would you take him on a date for like a revenge date when you could be getting to know somebody new and just pull him aside on the beach and have that same fucking conversation?
0: Let's talk about Christina. Yeah. Okay. So Christina... Is uh she comes on the show, she was on there last time, she had the whole three thing with um M Lowe. Is that her name? Oh
1: yeah, well, and she was in love
0: with Dean. She was in love with Dean, right? So it's Christian. And here comes Dean, Dean back Michelle. in with
1: his mustache now right? this time.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> he she's another part of this situation where now she's becoming kind of like the mean girl on the beach, where she came in, she wanted to prove a point to fucking Blake.
1: <sighs> what she did last night was not okay. At the very end of the episode, yeah. she was sitting at the bar and she was telling the story. To Will's, right. Will's is is God love him. He's really super sweet, but I don't know why he didn't just say to her, "Listen, she's behind you." Kaylin's behind I'm gonna you. I'm going to say
0: something that um, I maybe I shouldn't have mm-hmm. because I've had some wine. But when <laughs> I was when I told Nick Vale that I had met Christina, mm-hmm. Nick Vale told me that I dodged a bullet, like that she well, is somebody that will get drama stirring up. You know. And well,
1: I was I was sort of like I said I think she was being irrational person at first i did not like i don't i mean nobody likes a bully but like i think she knew very well that caitlin regardless of whether Kaitlin was telling the truth about uh stagecoach was sitting behind her at that bar that is yeah. a very small bar she knew exactly what was happening she was talking about a level that the other girl could hear her
0: that we all could hear her from the microphone and behind the and lake, even even
1: though we read these text messages now and we have this conversation about whether Kaylin's telling the truth or blake's telling the truth it doesn't matter, like you 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 don't need to slut shame a person. All you right, don't
0: so do you think she's slut shaming? Yes.
1: Her? And by the way, it's not appropriate because she also
0: do you think hooked Kalen up with Blake knew that Christina slept with Blake the night before?
1: No. It's possible.
0: I'm giving Sam a questionable look a questionable
1: look. look. But here's what I was asking, you, but here's what I counter with. Does it matter?
0: Yeah. But it doesn't because, like, what I'm saying. Because then you're just as bad. And if these are the, if these. Are the oh
1: no, lessons, no! I meant, I meant maybe her. Sorry, her speaking to him and blaming him. That matters. But the idea that that these are two consenting adults that have sex on different nights, or uh, it's like. Grow up. Like, he the guy's not in a relationship. It, is it cool? Is it, is it, is it Does it feel good that he did right. it? I'm sure it feels like shit if you thought you were starting a relationship with him. Right. That's not okay. But if he... And if he said all these things to her, to Kaylin, like, I'm starting a relationship, oh, then that is fucked up. Well, but another, if he that, didn't, yeah. and they were just two random, you know, that's interactions at stagecoach never... in the VIP section, which probably they all were. They all were. I don't even think that that is that unheard of. And they need to grow the fuck up and realize that they're adults and, like, that stuff when you're not in a relationship that happens well let me ask you this that question. doesn't mean that Christina should be slut-shaming her though
0: okay so let me ask you this question then which i never thought about Blake posting these texts that we just acted out mm-hmm. professionally which i must say gross you should send the you should send this podcast to your friend steven yeah okay there you go um, if it was you if you and i were dating for 3 months which is most of the length of most of my relationships right You've had
1: some longer relationships. I've had some longer
0: ones, but it's been a while. Yeah. But if you and I were dating for three months and then you were saying, I'm coming over, I'm coming over, I'm coming over, we're just fucking whatever, stop being it, it's just sex, don't worry about it. it, They calm
1: down. Yeah. yeah,
0: Calm down. Like, I'm not trying to marry you. After a three month, it takes a different context. Instead of it being a one night thing.
1: Sure. And she insinuated that they have been talking for a while. Right. Slash FaceTiming every day.
0: Every day. Talking every day. All that other stuff. All right. So who's the winner in this situation? And now Blake is completely dissing the entire situation. Jordan's calling him out on it. Everybody's calling uh, him. Out is on it. Jordan does not like him. And now he's really he is putting his spoon in everybody's pudding and just and he's yeah, that guy I when, think, when he was on Becca's season, Sam. Yeah. I would get so angry when he talked because he'd be like this. Is, this is you want to hear my impression of Blake? Yeah. And I hope this translates into the podcast. And you, you guys, actually think it's Blake? Okay, ready? I uh, I just don't know. I I just talk at the back of my my throat like this the entire time, (laughs) real low. So I'm, God, I'm so sad all the time. And why do I? It's so true. It's like, why do you have to talk? like, Like, what? how much attention do you need?
1: Right. Well, you saw it when he was getting called out for some of these things. And and he was like, you know, he like as if it was a novelty that he had made a woman sad or something. And by the way, I don't. I think the whole point of all of it is that none of these things are mutually exclusive. Like she can be a little bit of a hyperbole in the way she tells the story, or even you know he can call her a liar, and he can still be kind of a dick in the way that he deal with it. And that's all true. All of that is true. What and then the fact that they hooked up with multiple people, all that's true. The fact that she went to um, or when it, when he went to go see Hannah before, right. all of that is true. And if he's a single guy and he did all of those three things. That in and of itself as a factual point isn't that horrific. The other the other sort of tiny little story points that you would add into, into the, the person's backstory are where he developed some problems. Like, did he in fact say these things? Did he in fact FaceTime with Kaylin every single day? Is that why she feels so betrayed?
0: You know that I go to the same bar over and over and over right. again, right? And I've had my fun times at that bar over the years. But I don't think that if I was in a very tight relationship with a bunch of different people that we saw each other over and over again, I would be constantly hitting up every... I mean, he knew, he had to know this was going to blow up at some point. And then he went to paradise, where all three of these girls were going to be.
1: Well, that's, but that's sort of what we started out in this pod saying, is that, like, we all, you know we're all storytelling animals, right? So, like, he might, like, we like the drama. Just like we like to watch the drama, somebody got to create the drama. Yeah. You know? And so, like, there's a part of that that works in his brain, that makes sense to his his brain. And so that, there is, oddly, and in a fucked up way, there is a comfort that he has in being... The villain.
0: No, not, he the, might, villain, not he the villain. Might,
1: well, he might say he's not the villain, but by the way, th-
0: no, saying. No, 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 no. I'm but, not saying that he doesn't think he's not, that, not the villain no. I'm, or that we think. I think that this guy thinks that everybody wants me. It's a narcissist. Oh,
1: I think it's that too. But what I'll say is, there's a there's a there's a uh, dimension of that about okay. That's you have a, a date lot. That's after a, that's this, right? That, yeah, I do. Oh but my God, that's I'm getting you so that's a lot of wine drunk Before your
0: date right now,
1: <laughs> but I think that what's interesting about about that is that the I, the role of the villain is a role. And the role of the person who likes to say they're not the villain is also a role. Okay, They're both characters. And these people are real human beings coming in the situation, and they shit all the time on these sizzle reels and whatever we watch at the end of every week that say like, this is real life, I don't know if I can handle it. It's not real life. It's the fishbowl that you've been put into, which is fine because you signed up for it. But once you sign up for it, you also sign up to take on the role in which you were perceived once you arrived. And that's just the reality of the situation.
0: Okay. Which brings us to Jordan. Which is great. Because Jordan. Like the best thing ever. Has never. taken on. Like Demi. Has taken on this role that you're talking
1: about. I am proof. I am myself in proof of the fact that reality television. I don't know for lack of a better term. Works on people. Because I fucking hated Jordan. And like I fucking I hated that dude. I did too.
0: And Brent the, Hersky says that he's. Besides Jordan on Southern uh, um, Summer House. This Jordan is his least favorite.
1: Oh, he's right he about he's hates, right about Summer House. Yeah. That
0: he hates <laughs> this Jordan more than any other character in reality history. 100
1: percent But but then when I saw him that he was coming on this, I didn't even like I said, I wasn't that big of a fan of Demi. But then you're sitting here and you tell me you you have me talking about them like they're Statler and Waldorf, and they're fucking great. And it's because, like anybody else in the world, they evolve as human beings. Their life changes because cameras stop rolling. They continue to change as people. And they come back, and they maybe got their heart broken, and his fiance
0: fucked Jenna, him over. Yeah. yeah, and that
1: was a bad situation. And he's got some, you know, maybe some axe to grind with that. And he announces himself as, like, the mayor, and, like, it's his beach. And that's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's he knows, hilarious. He knows how to It's play. absolutely hilarious. He knows
0: how to play to his perception.
1: Right. And and Demi, I think she knows how to play to her perception too. I I would say hers is a little bit more organic maybe. But the fact that hers is a little more organic and his is a little more calculated, scripted, curated,
0: actually works
1: together. Jordan
0: is to what he's putting out there, the perception, as to Cam is to what Cam actually believes. Right. Because Cam— Oh boy I fucking hate you really don't like him I, I mean if I he, mean I'm
1: not a fan either by the it, way no, but no, no, you no. you have some
0: if he turns around and beats like what becomes, would happen like, if you saw him on the street right now? I wouldn't I wouldn't even acknowledge him you would just
1: be like yeah. I can't with that dude no
0: I would if he was walking on a crosswalk I'd probably just keep driving a big like, there's nobody there <laughs> Um, but I think that he I think that Jordan I hated because of his arrogance right? Cam and, and but his arrogance was so over the top that you were like, come on, dude, like you're playing up for the cameras, like blah blah blah, the the, the gold fucking underwear on day one with Becca. Remember that?
1: Yeah, he's just Yeah.
0: He was doing all that stuff and he was like always be Cam. I'm a model. I'm a model. The only time I thought that he was sincere when he was like, people like what do you say? I I I love being me and you hate being like he was talking to that one dude that he fucking hated that was his nemesis. Anyway, he said something He's like, people yeah. want to be me. Or I forget what it was. It was a great quote, but it was so narcissistic. Cam, on the other hand, really thinks that he's like the greatest guy. But he's he sucks.
1: He 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 I don't know. A goddamn thing about his personality, other than that he wants to get married. Supposedly, no,
0: f- th- you don't think that was fake crying. You don't think that was fucking crocodile tears. Yeah, I think the it's not. I think it's
1: not normal. He wants
0: to be like the next bachelor. Like he thinks. Well, people-
1: I think that's that's part of the problem, right? Yeah. That's the fourth wall that you're talking about too, right. because the the obstacle that the producers face is the obstacle that they create, which is they, like I said, they've they've created this ecosystem in which people like live and breathe and their career lives and dies on what happens in it. And then it's like, oh God, then their focus becomes not about supposedly what the organic first representation of these shows were, which was to find love. That's why when you do find love and then you see these articles about like, oh, here's the seven couples that, you know, somehow that got engaged and stayed together after Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. They, 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 those, if you look at the headlines, you know, um, they are always posed as like, they're anomalies and they're right. Because the, the 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 um the formula that was initially in place was before reality TV became like what it is today. I mean to be honest with you, the first reality show was like an American family back in like 1968 or something. So the concept of that stuff has been going on for a long time, but the way in which it impacts other people's lives and then the way it like metastasizes in social media and all of that stuff is so different now that the amount of variables a producer has to deal with is so far from what it was even at the beginning of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and then even in the beginning of Bachelor in Paradise, that thinking, looking at a dude like that and then trying even if you put him through the psych test that you talked about and he goes through all the other legal things that everybody – trying to really know that dude's intentions, you'll probably never know.
0: No, you'll never know. You'll never I know. Mean, and, and then like
1: – There's too many factors. We have too much – because that's what human beings do. They have too much well, information. When you
0: come on, you come on a, a show like that and you have a, 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 an ABC, and Always Be Cam, like that kind of thing. Oh, he you,
1: creates like a persona. A persona. Yeah. Like
0: you're, you're already ridiculous. doing something. For and then sure. he's a rapper and then he's doing this. And now these like he's Kalen and it was always Kalen and it was, mm. you know, blah, 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 blah. Like he knows what he was doing. He's he's trying to be the heartbroken guy. Just like he you know, the whole thing with Mike saying he was getting a pity rose.
1: Right. Like he, you're saying that is actually part that's of the his that's thing. his shtick that he he's was creating. Pity,
0: he's got a pity shtick.
1: But which is weird because like you know, we, Eve, our, our friend Eve, we were, which we were watching last night, Eve also produces reality TV. And she said.
0: Eve is the biggest Tyler fan in the world. She totally is. Tyler, <laughs> if you're listening to this, by any means, and you broke up with Gigi. Eve loves you and is ready for you.
1: Loves you so much. <laughs> um, But she even said it. She's watching him and she's like, he has got to get it together because no Woman wants to sleep with that type of persona. No, and and she's one hundred percent right. And he's even, sitting the, there, even Demi he's and, like and Jordan were making fun sand. of it. He's like sand, and I don't yeah. even care if the editors are cutting together B-roll. The fact that he was ever doing that, any of that, to begin with, that's, is actually the problem.
0: I mean, even the, when when the editors are like, "No, we got to get this guy standing next to the rocks, looking sad," and then the wave coming up and hit him in the face. Sure, like everybody's making fun of him at this point. Right, and nobody. But what he's counting on is the fame that's going to carry him on. But he also has this different molecule in his brain that's saying they're really going to feel bad for me. And then they're going to want to make me the bachelor. Like they did Becca.
1: Uh, I have a question about that though. Do you think that he thinks, so you remember Evan and Carly?
0: Of course. Okay. Well,
1: that's, do Wait, you think he know? thinks that Evan—so Evan and Carly are now married, going on their second child. Right. Do you, and Evan was—sort of had that same vibe of, like— No. Could, but he was more—he at least had some ins with women. Evan never had
0: the, woe is me, let me play to the camera type thing. Evan was genuinely a loser. But
1: do you think that—I guess what I'm saying is, yes, you're right. But, like, do you think that, that, that Cam is trying to play, like— like, he thinks he's a little bit like Evan and he no,
0: thinks it could end? No, he thinks he's Jordan. He thinks he's Blake. He thinks he's the other, like, that's I mean, the thing. maybe
1: he could be, but then if he, he opens his here, mouth and is so terrible every if time. he came in
0: and was more like, you know what, guys? I'm not the hottest guy here. I'm not the coolest guy here. I got my ass kicked on fucking the season, you know what I mean? Like, afterwards, like, if he played woe is me instead of pity me, then, like, I think he would have a better chance of, like, being, like, I'm just here to hopefully find somebody that I connect with, like, like, and then said, like, uh, what's his name? Wait. The, the guy you just said. Uh, oh, Evan. Evan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they, like Evan. Yeah. Then sh- they, he would put that in their mind. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well,
1: he's very, like, he's also the person who... I right, said but he's it not doing it, that. Like, he's he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, writing
0: fucking stupid poetry.
1: Well, he's, but he's also, like, he's...
0: he's it's funny he's you the, said that, He's though.
1: the person, though, that... that Because Evan turned it around for himself, right? So that's why we're related to that. But I think you're right. It's not the same. And Cam is more about, like, what has happened to me as opposed to, like, what control I have over the persona, character, person, whatever that I Put out there, right? And and that's I not a Cam good... A false it's not a good quality because it was it was evident in the other show. By the way,
0: I think I think Cam has a false impression of who he is.
1: Yeah, he got some, Jordan. Knew he got some he, cover by Luke P. By the way, right? He, Luke P. Was a bigger villain on The Bachelorette, right. so he got a little bit of cover from that. But Jordan, but they has, were Jordan equally a, problematic.
0: Or in uh, different ways. Uh, Evan had a better um, understanding of who he was. He's like, this yeah, is me for sure. Even, but I did compare, I did compare Cam's poem to Kalen. To Evan's pepper kiss with uh what's... Oh, yeah. yeah. With Carly. With Carly. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty horrible. Okay. So who else... All right. So we're at... Let's see... An hour and five. We have about ten minutes left. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, let's talk about Nicole. Oh. hmm Nicole is blowing the fuck up this season.
1: Dude, she's got... Like, today they said she's she the queen of... Is she the queen of Bachelor in Paradise? How did that happen? That was, the, that was the Entertainment Weekly or People Magazine headline. Really? Yeah. How is she? And then she Instagrammed it, by the because way. Because
0: Tasha is hot. She's nothing this season. John Paul Jones and Tasha maybe their storylines come in later. I mean, but what, that was, might, what was that, that, that might, Romeo
1: poem? I'm yeah, saying. but that
0: might be... <laughs> he's I, an idiot. <laughs> I don't even know why he's on TV. But this guy and Tasha might be the Evan and Carly that you were talking about. Uh,
1: yeah, I think you're probably right.
0: Uh, Cam sucks... Bibiana, she just fucking quit and go back to wherever oh, she's from. Bibiana. Yeah, she's
1: well, she she's gone. now.
0: Kevin should have hooked up with Bibiana.
1: But you know what's interesting about Bibiana, and you're right about Kevin. Bibiana is probably probably the most normal. I mean, the, every interaction we've she's ever seen.
0: Cute. She's cute, but she was a, such a psycho on her season with. Um, um, yeah. Uh, what's it with uh, Ari that she fucked it all up? Chris is a. Apparently doing okay because he's playing in the backfield.
1: I don't understand. Mike, what's going on with Mike? Sorry, why does Chris, by the way, have a – in the opening, which is, like, very cheesy and entertaining because it's supposed to be, like, 70s, 80s, you know, sitcom vibe. What is the whole thing with the – he's using it like a walker?
0: Oh, yeah. He's old. He's, like, 36. Everybody else is okay, 24. so
1: we're old then, I yeah, guess.
0: no, okay. I'm real old. So, um, Mike, I feel like – we should talk about Mike because Mike's gonna be the next passer.
1: Mike is fantastic.
0: Yeah, Mike's great.
1: Mike is fantastic. What the fuck is Kalen thinking? By no, the way, she's Kaylin... gonna over to Dean, who, by the way, I'm sure Dean is really nice, but like he looks like a character from Boogie Nights.
0: Look, okay. Dean <laughs> is Dean. Okay, every girl, every girl. Do you in think America... Dean is a fuck boy? Of course. He's living in a van. He's doing the- he's Why?
1: Like, and then she. if you have to ask somebody where they're showering, I don't know why, like, which is fine. You know that's fine. the new
0: hot thing. You know the, the new cool thing is living, in, is like turning vans into homes and living in your van and traveling around. That's the new cool thing. I have probably eight friends that are doing that right now
1: great I don't even think there's anything wrong with that I think it's great right. but like she's asking him if he's ready to settle down she's 20 answers she knows the answers to his questions it's she's like, 23
0: she know? thinks he's hot she's had a crush on him forever well that's true right it's like, like we said like people have perceptions of stuff going into it she probably joined the show hoping that he was the bachelor
1: do you think Christina's
0: still in love with him of course and then there's Mike I love Mike Mike's gonna be the bachelor you remember that Colton was on last season and he went through this whole thing with Tia and they basically just made it a whole thing so that people realize that the thing with him and Tia is over. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Right.
0: I think I think the producers went up to Kalen and they were like, "We're bringing in Dean. How do you feel about Dean because we want Mike to be on like in people's brains. We're going to bring him onto the Paradise and keep him in I think people's you're brains." Right. And then we're going to – he's going to be our next bachelor. Mike is a good bachelor. There's no way. The guy's first sentence out of his mouth was like, I got three queens, my grandma, my mom, and my sister. There's right. no he way. He had
1: he had the best backstory. There's
0: no way. He's a great that, smile. He's never disrespected a woman. If they don't make him the bachelor, then Chris Harrison must have had a stroke.
1: I mean, I don't know who else would be – I mean – I'm sure women are vying for Tyler to be The Bachelor, but, like... Yeah, but
0: Tyler's gone. Tyler's too famous.
1: Well, he's too famous. He's dating dating Gigi Hadid. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: now he's, like, going to be an actual thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be an actual uh, model, and, like, he'll be a Taylor Swift, a Gigi Hadid, like, a Bella Hadid. He'll be, like, in that whole crew. If he goes... He'd be going backwards if he did The Bachelor. Sure. So... This guy. I think
1: Mike is genuinely wants to find somebody that he likes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And people want to watch him find love.
1: Right. And he has a good smile and he seems like he has a good heart. And also, I don't really know what it is about Mike, but what I've noticed about women that I watch the show with is like, I don't know what, what you said at the beginning of the of the pot. He he feels like he's there for the right reason. I have no fucking idea why I feel that way. I mean, I, I like the story I saw. It's a smile. But Trust a good-looking smile. a he feels like he, you can trust him. And, like, he's not going to, you know, pull the shit that Jed pulled or pull. I did not like that. And look at
0: the way they're portraying him right now. Like, he could be there. You know there's that producer in his ear being like, don't do that. Don't do that. Sure. Don't do that. Because he could be, like, going off and fucking everybody on that beach if he wanted to. Remember when he first showed up? I was like, oh, my God, Mike. Oh, my God, Mike. Oh, my God, Mike. He could be doing a Dean and fucking everybody. But obviously Dean got too drunk and was like, I'm not listening to you guys. Totally. Totally. Mike's listening to him being like, because he's not even going up and fighting for Kalen, for Dean? <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. that This is all, it's all choreographed.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's totally true. And I think he would be the perfect bastard. I'm trying to think who else would be a good backup.
0: They would to have to go bit. to another season. They would have to go like. Yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. from
1: that. I yeah. think you're right. Um, and I like the whole, um, what do we think about Jordan saying that he's the mayor and that this is his beach? That's a little much.
0: He's playing the part.
1: But I like that he plays the part. That's what yeah. I was going to say. I like because it brings he's a little. Be, and he
0: knew what he was doing when he was going up. I mean, look, he got his most fame from going up and throwing that fucking teddy bear in the ocean mm-hmm, last year. Mm-hmm. Right. So now there's and a, now pinata, it's a pinata. Right. So now he's going to go up. He's going to make a thing of pinata. Now this whole thing is happening. He knows how to stay on camera.
1: Oh, sure. It's not about his friendship with Clay. It's about no. the fact that he does not Clay like that guy Christian. Said, Eight. I just watched you He doesn't like that dude.
0: Clay said eight times, do not go do that. Do not. In fact, if I was Clay and he went and did that, I would go up to him and be like, fuck you, dude. You just ruined my chances because my name was in your mouth when you did that.
1: Yeah. Although I feel like Nicole also kind of thinks that there's a little bit of crazy with Christian, no, which no, it no, probably attracts you her to Are kidding me?
0: Nicole is a fucking potster. Well, she thing- didn't
1: even answer. By the way, she didn't even when they came when he came up and tried to, like, steal the time, you know? With Like, she was sitting with Clay. I thought, oh, Christian's going to really ruin his chance here. All these women, like, including Hannah, like, they just don't say anything. And I don't know if it's that they like that the two guys are fighting over them, which I'm sure is a part of it. That's obviously very flattering.
0: I'm sure But there's, how
1: have you not said anything in the moment? That's I'm like sure your that part- there's
0: a part of them to step outside of the box. I'm sure there's a part of them that's like, I want to say something, but this is good drama. Do I say something for the cameras? Right. Let them go at it. Well, because
1: there are because the reason where I'm going with it is that they're arguing over who gets to spend time with her. And I'm like, bitch, like maybe she should say who she wants to right. spend time with.
0: Well, she's going up to both of them and be like, I like when people fight for me. I like when people do that. You know, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. She's like she said she wanted him to be said more said to, assertive.
0: She said to Clay eight times, you know, you don't have to sit there and let him tower over you and be a fucking bigger man. That's the girl that you walk away from. Because that's the girl that's going to wind you up in jail because she wants you to get into a fight for her to prove your masculine. So, this is the thing. I actually wrote this down. I don't know if you can hear my pages. Your
1: pages. There.
0: But I wrote this down is that the, the, the theme of this season, this would be a great place to end this podcast. Yeah. The theme of this season was I'll fight. I'll fight. I'll, I'll do Blake. I'll fight. I'll fight for you. I'll fight for you. Like Ridiculous. He, like everybody's saying they'll fight for somebody. Like I'll Dylan saying to Hannah, I'll fight for you. Blake saying to Hannah, So I'll unnecessary. Fight for Clay saying I'll fight for you. Christian saying I'll fight for you to Nicole. Like it's I had a girl break up with me recently out of nowhere and be and then I was like, okay, well, see ya. And she's like, see, I knew you wouldn't fight for me. And I'm like, why should I have to fight for you?
1: Like Yeah, well, there's there's two things about it too though. You're right? not
0: fighting for me, obviously. Right. Do you there's, know what
1: I mean? Yeah, hundred like, percent.
0: Like, like I Look, if we were in a relationship for two years and you wanted to go away but there was still love there and you didn't know what was going on, I would fight for you emotionally, right?
1: Right. Well, you're talking about two different types of fight for you.
0: Exactly. But, like, I'm not going if to you, – if you're putting me in a situation where I have to actually fight for your attention and affection, Yeah. go fuck yourself. There's right. 7 it, it, billion people in this world. 3.5 of them are female. I'm going to go find somebody else.
1: Yeah, I think that the theme, you're right, that there's that 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 th- sort of thread that's running through all these conversations. And then I think there's like the the fight for you that's like, oh, I'm gonna go rip down a pinata and start some shit on the beach. Well, that's is, just Jordan being Jordan. It's just Jordan, Jordan being Jordan. Right. Or oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna assert myself when you're dancing with another man. Or there's all versions of what it means to like fight for a person, which is super actually very, you know. On a sociological level, that's super interesting. But the concept of fighting for another person, it's like it doesn't even work unless the people, both of the people in the situation, believe in the idea that the other person is actually worth fighting for it's very meta and so if you believe that the other person is worth fighting for and both of you believe that to a certain level then you would never fight to begin with right you would be in the same place that's my whole point yeah and so it's not it's very backwards of them to do that and it's sort of further proof of like so and so being the age of 20 to 25 and fucking around with what they can do or whatever which you know i can't say i didn't do when i was 20 to 25 right so i get it i mean
0: i used to get i mean i didn't I mean, my nose is broken seven times for fucking getting in fights and all that other shit. I was fighting all the time to prove how worthy I was of somebody or how somebody else couldn't put their own shit on me. Totally. But but to have somebody else being going up to them in this situation and being like, be more assertive. You should be doing this. You should be.
1: Yeah, there's a level of instigation
0: to that same argument. Hannah said that a lot in her season. I want somebody to be assertive.
1: I think, like, and this sort of, I, I like, going full circle to the beginning of the pot. This goes back to, like, what I do for a living. A lot of this is about language. Like, so much about language and words. And fight is the wrong word. Like, right. show me that you give a fuck. Like, show up for me. And like, like, be there. Understand me. See what I'm saying to you. There are a thousand other words that could be used than fight for me. And, by the way, these guys in this heavily, like, testosterone, laden, sedated, boozed-up environment, hear the word fight, and they think actually fight. And I think that that is something that the producers probably struggle with every day and that these people struggle with psychologically,
0: internally on the show every day. Well, Christian does. Clay doesn't.
1: Clay's got got some—I mean, not Clay, sorry. Uh, Christian, you can tell— Sure, he's very swab, but like he no,
0: he's not swab. But he's not.
1: He's, he's got. But that he's not because machismo. he's yeah, he's try. He's yeah. trying too hard. Yeah, he's trying like a level of trying too hard. And so when... He, he ran.
0: By the way, if you notice, as a guy, if you notice, not to interrupt and I apologize. No, you're good. But he ran into all the producers before going to Jordan. There was a way to go. He got oh, trips, 100.
1: Yeah, on the he, yes, you're, you're right. Know, you are totally right.
0: You know where totally you're going to right. get stopped. Totally you know your direct line to punch somebody in the face. Hundred percent. Like, and he ran to where he knew he was going to get stopped.
1: For sure, he's got. He's a. He's
0: a. And that's why Jordan knew that he could pick on him.
1: But you can see lots of things about these people and their behavioral patterns that that really telegraph what what we'll see for the rest of the season. And that's that's what's so uh, interesting for anyone that I don't care if you're a screenwriter or any type of person that studies human behavior. That's fascinating to see how these people talk to each other, communicate what they're actually saying and how they process information that, that is like, that either they're receiving or that's happening to them. Right. So like clay could be pissed off about the pinata thing, but he might be, he might think, Oh, you know, my dude was like trying to have my back. And it's like that guy. Yeah. I'm sure he asked him not to have his back. I'm sure that, Jordan does really like Clay. That's probably fine. No, but but, Jordan was doing but that. But guess what? Jordan fucking hates Christian, and he doesn't like TV. I mean, he was doing it for TV. So those yeah, two combinations. Christian and,
0: Christian and Jordan had that whole conversation. Right, and about that mental
1: outweighs right what they had the whole Clay's mental
0: in. all thing. Christian's a, a, a small person personality. Jordan's a small person personality. Right. Like,
1: and then she's like the prize, you right. know, and she knows that, and so she plays that role. And I don't even fault her for it because I think. Where do you where do you get involved? I think I do think that when women are involved in a situation where men get violent, they sense it before it's happening, and it's like
0: are they, either you're going to you're either going to uh, you're going to antagonize it, it or you're going to you check gonna, out. Yeah, exactly. And I think
1: she clearly she, antagonized. she 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 antagonized it a little bit, and then I think maybe she didn't know what she was getting into and checked out. And she also clearly in the first situation with Clay wanted to see how much he was going to defend his rights having a conversation with her, right? I don't fault her for that. I fault her for the language about fight for me or be this or be that or be this. It's like – here's what I have to say about that. If a dude wants to be assertive for you, he's going to
0: be assertive for you.
1: Like that guy is a big dude. He might be a teddy bear and very like shy – and maybe you can say that to him in a more productive way.
0: The, you know what? There's so – it's all it,
1: – uh, I don't fault her for saying it, but I it don't think the outcome of the person, any of this is right? like all super comes healthy. It the
0: person. There's some people that don't want you to be that way. There's some people that do want you to be that way. I was just having a conversation with my girlfriend the other day who uh, – her boyfriend got mad at her from flirting with some – or because he said he was – she was flirting with some guy at the bar. And she's like, well, don't leave me alone at the bar. And it's like, no, that's not – you're, that's not. You're putting your thing at the like. do You don't want him. Do you, you know? Like, but
1: there's levels. There's right. a spectrum. Because like, if you and I okay. went out to have a drink and a guy, another guy was disrespectful to me.
0: If I was, if he was disrespectful to you, and
1: you were with me and you saw it, I would hope that you would say, "Look, man, that's not. Oh, for sure, right? But, but would I? I was, would I expect you to like hit, homeboy? Definitely not. Well, probably because it's me. Well, I I would expect you (laughs) to, but what I'm saying is like, would I want that to be part of like our? No, I I would want like I would want to feel that like, okay, if I was with Rob having a drink, I would be in a safer environment than if I was alone in that situation having that same drink. But that doesn't mean that part of my narrative has to be you beating the fuck out of somebody. That's so dumb. It's so so stupid, and just feeds into the larger narrative of us just like amusing ourselves to death.
0: 25 year olds sure. drinking on a beach and trying yeah. to date multiple people. So, For sure. we put them in the arena. We're gladiators. We're the Romans. I love it. It's what we're doing. Sam can't I, wait till next week. Oh my God. And we have plenty of weeks left. I love it. So, I'm I actually am excited to have you back and have I, I mean, this was fucking great.
1: I love it. I will come back anytime. And I can't wait till we till we watch next Monday together. I know we're gonna watch yeah. next Monday together yeah. for sure. You guys, poor Rob has to listen to me eat shaychak and drink <laughs> rosé while I yell about people on TV.
0: Well, I'm gonna be coming back from uh, Boz's bachelor party. <laughs> oh, it's right in Tahoe, and I'm
1: at the next bachelor yeah. next weekend. Yeah,
0: so you'll be you'll be listening to me just drink wine so I don't have the shivers.
1: Oh, I love it. Hung
0: over the entire time. I love a seven it. Hour drive back. <laughs> Guys, remember if you enjoy the show, please subscribe. We're available in your favorite directories such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can find us at believe.com and Believe Podcast. Please rate the show on iTunes if you like it and follow me at Forevers Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S, E V O R S.
1: Sam, I want to
0: thank you so much for coming here and being oh, yeah. my guest. My first full, only female guest.
1: I'm honored. I'm honored. And it's such a big, it's a, it's cool because I'm I'm you know I'm I'm leaving my company and then starting my own company now. So this is getting back to my entertainment roots and talking to the people that I love, like you. So I am I'm honored, honored
0: because you're such an accomplished person, so and you sweet. came here and you gave me your opinions, and it was a, it, I think it was an educated discussion.
1: Dude, it's fun. It's like you and me going to dinner and shooting the shit, exactly. but just like with microphones.
0: exactly. <laughs> Next time we go to dinner, I'll just bring some microphones. There you go. I love it. Anyway, I love you. I love you too. Guys, remember, reality TV, it's realer than real. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.